I really, really love that song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I feel that there's a strong comparison between the diamonds in the sky and the cryptocurrency market right now. So strong that the cryptocurrencies are just like the diamonds in the sky, and all we have to do is reach out our hands and grab them. Welcome to Altcoins FM. My name is Matt, and I'm your host. This podcast was created purely to dedicate the time in educating the mass on all of these altcoins. There are quite literally thousands of them. Now, we are going to spend our time talking about the altcoins that we believe holds true value, true potential, true utility. Now, whether they're new and merging or they've been around for quite some time, we plan on talking about their vision, the companies that are backing them, some of their short-term goals, and some of their long-term goals. But we wanted to throw out two disclaimers before we got started. The first one, we are not financial advisors, so please invest at your own risk. Do your own uh, research, do your own due diligence. By all means, if you make a huge gain because you listen to some news that we let you know and there's a massive spike in the investment of that cryptocurrency, then God bless you and I hope you keep gaining. However, we do not want to be responsible for any of the losses of any of our fans and audience. Second, this is an unedited podcast. Now, when I say unedited, I don't mean that we use profanity left and right. What I mean is we find it very stressful to go back and edit the podcast. None of us are good at it. I know I am not good at it, that is for sure. So we feel way more authentic and way less stressful when we just go at it. What you hear is what you get. Uh, we feel way better when it comes to connecting with all of you because you're hearing our unfiltered thoughts. Um, and that is what we mean by unedited. If we make mistakes or we mess up, we try to find that time and that moment to correct ourselves. However, if we make a statement and we don't realize that we made a mistake, we do go back and listen to each episode. So there might be a mention of the next episode letting y'all know that we were wrong. We went back and corrected ourselves. Other than that, I wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone listening. Today is our first episode. It means a lot to us. Uh, let me go ahead and give a quick shout out to the team. Uh, we have me who finally got the courage to actually start doing this podcast for us. And then I have two friends that do their own independent research that will discuss with me as well as my individual research where we believe altcoins that are coming about that holds true utility or true purpose for us. Um, and they help contribute to this podcast. So we want to say thank you for everyone listening and tuning in. It means a lot to us. Uh, if you do enjoy what we have to talk about and you want to help us grow, make sure that you like and share. Make sure that you follow along. There's a support link on our profile. Uh, by all means, it means a lot to us. Help us you know, really inform the mass. We truly believe the blockchain world that is coming upon us is the Internet 2.0. So imagine uh, when the, when the dot-com bubble came about right? Um, when all these massive companies started really climbing, Amazon, uh, you name it, YouTube, Facebook, uh, we really believe that blockchain is the, the next stage, the next evolution, um, and we don't want anybody to miss out because they're just not aware of what's going on. So other than that, uh, that is the introduction to this episode, and we're going to go ahead and say another few things. We're going to be talking about two cryptocurrencies today, uh, more specifically Chainlink, and then the other one is the graph. And while we believe these two are two cryptocurrencies that are diamonds, if not in the rough, or diamonds that are already being polished off, um, but that are going to really explode in the next year to two years, um, we're going to talk about that more into the episode. 
we do want to say uh, that we are a sponsored podcast. So we will play an advertisement from our sponsors midway through each episode. So bear with us. Um, that way we don't have to ask for support from our fans. Y'all can listen to this for free. But other than that, we're going, ahead, going to go ahead and take a moment to give a shout out to our sponsors, Anchor. Um, other than that, stay tuned. And back to the episode. We want to say thank you so much for understanding and being patient with our advertisement. Uh, it's very hard when you're talking about cryptocurrencies to even get sponsors, so we're very grateful that we did receive a sponsor. Um, with that being said, we are going to try to keep our advertisement down to a very minimum, one to two an episode, and never any more. But before the break, we talked about bringing up Chainlink and the graph. Now. For those who have been in the cryptocurrency market and world for quite some time, I am sure you have heard of Chainlink. You might have recently heard about the graph. For those who are listening who have never heard about either, we're going to go ahead and talk about what Chainlink is and exactly what separates it from the rest of the cryptocurrencies. So most of the cryptocurrencies are exactly that. Uh, currency replacement, fiat replacements, whether it's Stellar, XRP. Now, currently, there's an SEC lawsuit against XRP, so we're not going to really spend time talking about them. But in the initial beginning, a lot of these cryptocurrency uh, really went to go replace fiat. Now, what Chainlink did and what the graph is doing is completely different. Now, what Chainlink is, is a decentralized network of nodes that provide data and information from off-blockchain sources to an on-blockchain smart contract via, via pardon me, oracles. Uh, the process starts on a small contract-enabled blockchain when a smart contract requires data. So essentially, just like it said, it's taking data from an off-site, off-blockchain site and bringing it on to the blockchain. Now, this is very, very, very important and vital. You might ask why? Well, if a company is currently coming out with new technology, imagine everything that happened prior to the invention of that technology is not formatted to be on this more efficient, superior platform technology. So like anything, games, music, we have to reformat it. We have to bring it to modern times. And that's what this cryptocurrency does. It takes this information that would otherwise be very difficult to get on the blockchain without recreating some token, whether it's the ERC-220 or whatever it is, and it takes this data and it brings it on, hence the Chainlink tokens. Now, currently, the Chainlink sits right a little bit above $26. Um, I believe the last time I checked, the, the circulating supply of Chainlink was around $405 million, give or take. And I know that the trading $5 billion, I don't know if it was this morning or this afternoon, but it is hitting its all-time high. Now, it wasn't even too long ago, matter of fact, when it hit the market of Coinbase, which is one of the main um, uh, cryptocurrency uh, sites that I use, and when it came onto the cryptocurrency, when it came onto Coinbase, I believe it sat at around a dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five cents, give or take. You know, I'm not sure the exact price, but I want to say it was around a dollar and sixty cents. 
And at that time, I was watching a YouTube creator known as Crypto Chico. He entertains me, right? Uh, he really does. For the most part, this guy has been pretty accurate with a lot of his uh, speculations, a lot of his invest, uh, investigations, a lot of his research. He's very thorough with the cryptocurrencies he likes. So for those who are wanting to watch a YouTube video, I, I highly encourage checking him out. Uh, but I, I came across his video about two years ago and when he was talking about Chainlink, and I agreed with him about the potential upside to Chainlink. And at the time when it was sat at $1.52, $1.70, I personally invested right around $100, not even all that much actually. When it climbed to around $16, I essentially times 15 my money. And I cashed out, didn't think it was gonna really get any higher. We were you know, leaving the bull run, everyone was going you know, low. Little did I expect Chainlink to really start picking up the pace and climbing as high as $28 uh, here recently. Now, the beauty of, of Chainlink is one of the latest projects actually um, is that they're outperforming Bitcoin. Now, I mentioned earlier in the introduction, we're not gonna really talk about Bitcoin all that much unless it's relevant to the topic or it's relevant to the, the cryptocurrency market at the time. But a lot of these alternative currencies usually run in parallel with Bitcoin. When we start seeing a cryptocurrency break away from that parallel line and start pacing ahead of Bitcoin, it really raises an eyebrow because it tells us that there's this investment opportunity, there's this utility here, there's an underlying value that maybe we haven't seen yet and that we need to research for those who haven't, you know, who doesn't know about what's going on. Well, the more we look into it, a lot of these DeFi linked coins, such as the Compound, AAVE, KNC, ZRX, um, again, all of these are making new gains left and right, breaking new norms and climbing. Now, outside of those, which I don't know too, too much about just yet, I do know a lot about Chainlink. And any system that is going to take old data that is not blockchain ready and bring it onto the blockchain uh, world is going to be in a high demand from all these companies who did not want to invest into the cryptocurrency earlier who are going to be jumping into the bandwagon now. For crying out loud, Elon Musk just invested, I think it was $1.5 billion into Bitcoin. You have all these hedge funds who are now dropping hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, into the cryptocurrency market, right? They're going to need an asset that brings their system onto the blockchain technology, onto the blockchain world, and that is Chainlink. Now, sitting at $405 million, it currently sitting at $26. I do believe that this is only, only a scratch on the surface for the potential upside of Chainlink. Now, I think by the end of this year, we will see Chainlink hit around $54. I think we're gonna see it kind of go up and down, making new high lows. So we'll see it go up to $28, drop around 23, 24, go back up to maybe 33, $34, sit there for a second, go back down and then just kind of make it space around 54 where I think it will hold steady at least by the end of the year. Maybe my speculation will change uh, as we go along, um, but I think that is a very comfortable number to sit on at this moment. I say that because of all of the projects that they're having. They're having more and more people 
come to them wanting to participate in their program to get their uh, system onto the blockchain world. I think they have a high list of customers waiting on them. They're doing very good. They have a very strong, strong business plan. Um, we will go in more depth into another episode dedicated purely to Chainlink, uh, but for right now, we're just going to go over the topical information. Um, for those who are looking for an investment, I, I, again, you know, I have right around $200 in Chainlink, give or take, when it was sitting at $12. Um, again, I'm not a big-time investor. I'm just like y'all. I probably have about an extra $100 maybe ever check that, uh, you know, my personal allowance is what I call it. That I can, you know, throw into it, uh, and this is what I throw it into. Um, so at that time, I believe it was right around 19 uh, all, you know, whole chain link tokens. Um, I do, I am going to hold them, hodl, um, at, at least until 54, where I'll sell maybe half of them and hold the rest. Now, on to the next cryptocurrency, the graph. Now, this one is a more recent, newly released at least, token on Coinbase. The company has been around for quite some time, though, okay? Um, they've been working on these projects. They are backed by major players in the game. Um, matter of fact, I'm pulling that up right now. Um, but the graph, the best way to describe it is Google for blockchain. When the internet was first made, we had all of these individual developers who were creating their projects, creating their servers, and they were having to customize their APIs and their servers every time. And it was very hard for people to actually find information, uh, find different systems, find different things without going through a hurdle and massive cost investments in the beginning. Well, similar to what Google did when they started indexing all of these sites, all of these servers, and they started bringing it to a custom place so that everyone can go to one place, search it, make it very easy to find. That is what the graph is doing for blockchain. So the beauty of blockchain is that it's open uh, source, it's you know easily accessible, very transparent for the ones that are you know main purpose is transparency for the privacy tokens, maybe not so much. But for those who are interested in playing games like Decentraland, who are wanting to know the value of a property that you're about to buy in the past history, well that data is very important to know. And currently it's very hard to find that data because it's scattered in the blockchain world. So it's kind of ironic that the blockchain is designed to be open source, easily accessible, transparent, yet we have very, very difficult times retrieving that information without very similar to the internet uh, starting era of creating our own servers, creating our own APIs, and actually getting that information. So what the graph did right, is they have created a layer, a web, what we call Web 3.0, in between the blockchain world and the actual topical uh, world that the users are using. And they've actually partnered up with quite some, you know, quite a few people. I know uh, Uniswap is working with them. Decentraland is working with them right now. Um, what was it? Uh, there's quite a bit, right? There's quite a bit. I'm actually trying to look for it now. When I came across the list, there was like 14, 15. Um, I know that they're working, here we go, they're working with Uniswap, they're working with Synthetic, they're working with Decentraland, they're working with Aragon. Um, this is supposedly, uh, they're trying to work with the FutureSwap Exchange um, and so forth and so forth, but they're backed by Framework, Parify Capital, DTC Capital, Multicoin, Coinbase Ventures, Digital Currency Group, CoinFund, and Collider Ventures. 
These are some of the top, top players in the cryptocurrency world, and they are all backing the graph. Now, currently, the graph is sitting at about $1.20 when I checked it out last. I personally bought about $300 of this when it sat at $0.23. Cents. Because just like Google, I truly think the graph is going to skyrocket. It is essentially the search engine for the blockchain world. It makes, easier, it, makes it easier for us to search for things, to find stuff. Imagine that you know being able to just go to the search engine on the blockchain world and finding all of these different platforms, whether it's Bitcoin platforms, Ethereum platforms, you name it, right? And being able to retrieve this data, how much quicker it will uh, run D, uh, D apps, DApps is what we call it, right? How much quicker it will be for server times and response times and load time, right? Blockchain is a beast of a technology to begin with. It's already superior in every way, shape, and form than our modern day technology when it comes to internet files and our basic, you know, understanding of the internet. This improves at times a hundred, right? This is the sling to the blockchain being David. And in my humble opinion, it went from 23 cents. It showed up to roughly about a dollar 20 cents. I am not going to sell any of mine until I believe, I truly think that this, this cryptocurrency by the end of this year, 2021, will be sitting around $4 to maybe $10 a coin. By 2025, right, as we expand the cryptocurrency market, as we expand the blockchain world, I truly think just like Google, this is going to spike. The way that they have set their inflation rates and the way that they have their graph token burn rate set, uh, the more time goes uh, over as far as the more time usage. I know right now they already have a billion searches on their system, right? Uh, the way that they uh, charge the users for the API searches, no different than YouTube, how they get charged by Amazon web hosting services to go search for these queries. Uh, that's how they're re revenueing the system. Uh, very similar, right? Uh, unlike Google, which is a private company, they do have a council, which the delegators, the curators, the users, and the council, the board members, all have a say in what goes on with the platform. So it's not just a private company who's manipulating algorithms and who has a secret agenda. It's as transparent as transparent internet can ever be. And I truly think that this is going to be the key to the door of the future when it comes to the blockchain world and our internet 3.0. Now, just like Google, how it shot up to $2,000 a share, I truly think the graph is going to have skyrocketing effects as well. I honestly think by 2025, this token will be sitting around $200 a token, maybe even $250. And I could be wrong, and it could be $2,000. Who knows? There is more money being pumped into the cryptocurrency world right now than there is uh, Google, I'm sure. Um, I don't see why not. This is ultimately going to help every current uh, blockchain technology out there, every cryptocurrency out there. Again, Uniswap is using it. Decentraland is using it. It's serving its purpose. It's serving its role. And it's one of the most innovative things created since blockchain has been started. And it's a way for normal people to finally start accessing the blockchain world. Just imagine that. Just like in the beginning of the internet, only true developers, only people who kind of knew or was tech savvy could really you know, in, uh, interact with the computers, could really interact with the internet. 
And it wasn't until a lot of these people started making user-friendly programs, the Windows, the search engines, AOL, that people really started flocking to the internet and that people really started coming to it because it made it easier to understand, it made it easier to use. And the graph, I believe, is going to be the very first tool that does that for the blockchain world. So as you can tell with the passion, I am a little bit more passionate about uh, the graph than I am Chainlink. I believe that they are working in complement of one another, but they don't have to be. Uh, they work in their own separate capacities. However, I believe that these two combine, right, with if they were to ever team up, they would honestly explode. They would complement each other so much that they could maybe even 10,000% what they currently are right now. I'm going to be a little bit more humble and say 100%, uh, excuse me, 1,000% where they are now. That's my humble opinion. My name is Matt. And this is Altcoins FM. I appreciate all of you staying tuned for this long and listening to my uh, predictions and my speculations and what the purposes of these coins are. Um, again, if you found this to be entertaining, make sure that you're sharing, make sure that you're liking. Other than that, stay up, you know, stay, stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, we are going to be talking about Tesos and Ethereum. Um, other than that, y'all enjoy your day. I wish y'all the best. This is Altcoins FM signing out.